This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Garrison Coffee Company, Blues Trust. Welcome to our new friends and SAS Autos, supporting PTSD and lots of other local charities along the way. We have got a win to talk about tonight. We've actually got a win to talk about tonight. Can you believe it? Um, isn't it funny how it lifts your spirits, just those three little points? Oh, today we're, joined, today we're joined by the one and only Mark Adams. Hello, everybody. A.K.A. Okay. Mr. 
there it is, all robed up and ready to go. And of course, the one and only Mr. Paul Hipkiss, memory memory bank himself. <laughs> Evening all. Are you all right, Paul? <laughs> I'm good, mate. You? Excellent, excellent. Always and of course, happy, well, always happy when we Yeah, too right, mate. The, the one and only Mrs. Brown. Good evening. <laughs> and the star of the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Jez McDonough from FanCam. Hello, hey. everyone. <laughs> Who are you? And of course, we are joined, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Belgium tonight. Belgium. Um, overseas. Overseas. He's, he's joined us from overseas. I can't believe it. The one and only, Roddy Giardi. <laughs> Hi, good evening, everyone. Hey, good to Thank see you, mate. You all right? Yeah, look at right. you! Look, you're looking as fit as a fiddle man. Oh no chance! You know, I, I was speaking earlier. I have the African knees, so I'm, com- I'm counting my steps now. <laughs> How old are you now, Rowdy? I'm uh, 45. 45. Don't say 21. Over 30. Look at him, all <laughs> nicely spruced up with that lovely hair and everything. Blimey, it's like the opera <laughs> retreat tonight. I bet the ladies are swooning, swooning <laughs> their <laughs> Uh, sorry, sorry, ladies and gents, boys and girls, I'm in a good mood tonight. We won a game. We won a game. Hallelujah. <laughs> Mark, what do you reckon? I was chuffed to bits with that, to be honest. I didn't expect it. I thought a point would have been um, about, you know, before the game, I would have took a point, but... No, we pulled out back. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jeff? What about you, Jeff? Yeah, uh, well... Yeah, I was over the mood for it. I was just expected to at least get a point or something or something out of the game. Nice feeling, isn't it? Yeah, I was chuffed a bit, so I've deserved a drink after that win on Saturday. <laughs> no, you, des- you deserve a drink after all the other results, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Paul? Quick analysis on the game, then. Yeah, thought we uh, thought we were well worth the three points. I thought Harper in midfield with Gardner was excellent. That really worked well. Um, and I did feel that one of the officials' poor decisions in the EFL went our way for a change because I didn't think that was a red card on their player, if I'm being yeah. brutally honest. No, but, it wasn't. No, we'll take it. We'll take it. And, you know, even when we had 11 men and they had 11 men, we were still the better team. So, overall, for me, um, well worth the three points. And it felt great when, when Hogan puts Bellas cross in. But that's what you've got to do with Hogan. You've got to get the ball in. You've got to, he loves that diagonal ball into the box. You know, and, two up and you've top, got to, though, Paul. Two up the top. To, two up the top. It made a difference. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hogan yeah. was on his own, to be fair. But yeah. you know, the, the 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 diagonal ball going in to him from wide. Um, I mean, it happened at Bournemouth as well for the one goal when when Sanchez put it in with the diagonal ball and and Hogan headed it in. And he just you just got to give him the service, give him the service, and he'll put the ball in the net. Right. Yeah. 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 You know. But but, uh, but, yeah. uh, but how, how nice is it to celebrate a win though for a change? My goodness me. Now tomorrow is going to be a tough game. Tomorrow night is going to be a toughie. Norwich, they are flying at the minute. My goodness me. Um, can we pull some off there? Do you reckon? I think play so. Like we did. Yeah, play like we did. Play like we did Saturday. Then why not? We, we just got yeah. to get rid of this home. Uh, we just got to get rid of this home hoodoo, haven't we? I think the one thing that's made a big difference as well, and Harley Dean mentioned it in his uh, interview after the game, was the sign that was put up outside the training ground by one of our fans, which I want to say, yeah. well done for, because that's yeah. made a big difference, you know. Because they've got no, you know, it can't be easy for any players playing for anybody. I mean, Raddy, what's it like in, in Belgium at the moment? We know fans, you know, it can't be easy for the players going out there when they're used to mm. playing in front of thousands. Yeah, it's not easy in general for all the players who's, who's been out there. And uh, it's difficult. It's difficult. We, we, uh, 
we obviously as a, as a former player of course but the players in general they need that little push push from from the fans and it's very difficult to find that energy um and find that desire obviously um it's a difficult time and you know we just just need to hang there and uh, just go back to the, to the to the result that the, that the night was positive for for Birmingham you know when when um, people start obviously to um, to lose in that confidence so with, with that win that would bring you know the confidence back and little release for for the players you know to to go up again and compete and, and Norwich would be the best you know opportunity to to bounce back and and get get out from from that uh, dangerous zone it's really true though because because like as fans, we feel better this week than we did last week, and the week before, and the week before, and the week before, and the week before. You know, mm-hmm. uh, last we've got some positivity, and and it's it was like it was literally like a weight being lifted off your shoulders on Saturday when that final whistle went. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, last, we've scored, we've we've won a game. Come on, yeah, it was it was a six Relief. point, wasn't it? It was a six pointer, and we won it. You know, so we, mm-hmm. I just hope now we can we kick on and start to get some sort of consistency and. For me, Harper in midfield made a huge difference. I thought he was excellent. Yeah, he was impressive, yeah. wasn't he? I thought he was good. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But the thing is, though, as well, Paul, going back to that, you talk about consistency. I think people forget, however poor we were last season, we did actually go on a 10-game on beat and run round about now. So there's yeah. no reason why we can't do it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. you know, don't get me it's going to be very tough tomorrow, but all of a sudden, you know, three points Saturday, and mm-hmm. I'm just I'm quietly confident tomorrow. Sheffield, don't know why. Sheffield were poor though, weren't they? Come on, you've got to admit it. They they've were been on a, what though? They only played as well as we let them because they've been on a good yeah. run lately. Yeah. Yeah. Is it too early to get the disco bus out? Um, much too early. <laughs> yeah, a bit too early for that, Nick. Put the batteries on charge, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what he's been using. Roddy, you <laughs> came to us um, really during a very successful period. Uh, what was it like at that time? Uh, Full stadium, yeah, thirty thousand Birmingham nutters. It must have been absolutely awesome on that field. Yeah, amazing, amazing. I had uh, I had a really good three seasons in in, in Birmingham, and they enjoyed every single minute. Um, I, if if you remember, I came from the first year. I came from the Premier League, obviously from Bolton Wanderers. Mm. Um, obviously, I knew that. Um, I won't play every every week with with Samuel Dice, uh because he wanted a different approach. So I decided to go to Birmingham, Birmingham, and obviously help the club, you know, to go back in the Premier League. And we achieved the objective that year. But but what a hell of a, a journey we had that that season, and uh, what a great team was or and squad we had uh, mixed. Um, with a, with a lot of energy, a lot of you know young players who are ambitious, but also we have some experience as well, and and uh, we achieved the promotion. But uh, the atmosphere in St Andrews is something that I never forget. The fans always demanding, the fans always supporting the team and and behind our back, and that's why I'm I'm trying to explain, you know, the, these these rules or lockdowns and uh, the COVID nineteen rules playing. Is not going to help the players, and I think um, you know it's very important to have the uh, the fans in, in the stadium. And as I said, San Mary, San Sandro's, sorry, is as a stadium where when you're on the pitch, you, you feel the, the 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 vibes around you, yeah. mm-hmm. and I still feel it when, especially I score goals. 
Um, that vibe says goes up to the roof. And what's it? What's it like after you scored the goal and that keep right on resounds around that ground? It's just when when you can hear. I've got goosebumps all over me. Go that. You can hear it echoing, and you can hear it echoing all around that stadium. It's, it's, it's a most it's a beautiful, crazy feeling. Beautiful, beautiful it's a crazy moment. Feeling. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how I can explain that feeling because you know that's what I was playing for when I was yeah, playing football. It's it's that adrenaline you're feeling, you know, especially after the game. I spent like hours, you know, I can't sleep, I can't calm down because you know of that um, feelings. Um, it's amazing. It's the best feeling you know you can have, especially the. We like that as fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That, Same for us, mate. Honestly, it really is. That's 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 exactly what I like about. Uh, what I like about football, what people like about football is is that feeling when you come to the stadium and you feel happy when you have it and you will be very upset going back if you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's, it's, it's that need of that, you know, excitement of that adrenaline um, to, to go back, you know, at home, you know, and, uh, and continue your, uh, your, uh, um, your no- normal life. Uh, but uh, the stadium... The, the football, being on the pitch, being in a, in a stand supporting the players, it's it's a crazy feeling. That's the uh, that's the secret of of, of football and and Beautiful. being a football fans as well. Lovely mm. words. Wow, Whoa. goosebumps. <laughs> you know what? We've got a roadmap to be getting back into stadiums now. Uh, I can't see much happening this season. To be perfectly honest with you. No. But it seems to be light at the end of that tunnel um, and we've all got to play our part in getting to the end of that tunnel. Each and every single one of us has got to be sensible now for the next few months. Yeah. Let's get to the summer. Let's yeah. get rid of this horrible, horrible, horrible illness and let's get back to normal and, uh, you know, get our Saturdays back to what they were. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a year ago, Mark. It's a year ago. And it's, no, it it seems longer. It seems longer. It does. Crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Mm. Um, I just like to say, like everybody else and everybody watching and listening, I, I just cannot wait. Like you said the other week, Nick, that first key right on when we get back. Unreal. Amazing. Do you know what yeah. I'm going to do, Mark? I, 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 am, I am absolutely mean this. Jez, I mean this. Paul, I mean this. Chris, I mean this. Radio, I mean this, right? When I hear that song, song again, I will weep. I will sob my eyes out and I don't care. No. I think I'll, I think I'll sob if we have one up front again. To be honest, <laughs> you'll do one. <laughs> I think I'll probably cry if it's one up front again. <laughs> well, Nick will only be crying. Now, 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 now. No, but can but you? No, I know what you mean, Nick. Yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be emotional for everyone. Mm. Oh, mate, you know? yeah. Not just us. Look, I'm talking of every single football fan. Sorry, I'm taking my boots off. Every single football fan up and down the country in their own stadiums. And you know what? When we get back to normal, what a glorious day that will be. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. But yeah. we've all got to play our part. We've all got to do our bit between now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think people, they need to take their responsibility you know, and be more demanding. Uh, I, don't, I don't think, you know, we were able to, uh, to go to the third lockdown and longer lockdown because... Psychologically, it's is is killing you know it's killing most of us. We want to go back to normal life, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Stadiums, like we've been speaking, and, and normal life that helps. So yeah, hopefully, do, hopefully do, do we can get, get back as soon as possible. 
Too right, too right. But what 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 does the bit that does upset me is this last year. Well, it's going to be eighteen months before. Is that we haven't had we've missed out a whole year's worth of little kids coming up and going to the football for yeah, the first yeah, time, yeah, yeah. you know. And is that is that going to have a long term term impact on the game? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people as well will be. I've said it before, but a lot of people will be out of the habit of going. A lot of people will. Probably have lost interest. Well, as you know, we work in pubs, right? And I spoke to a gentleman today and he said, you know what? I couldn't give a monkey's whether I go to the pub again or not. He said, I've got so used to staying yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I couldn't give yeah. a monkey's whether I go out or not. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's that's the worry, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I've spoke to a few people who have said the same thing, really. I think, yeah, you, you're, <coughs> like you're, right, you're just falling into this, you fall into another routine. Another routine. The longer, yeah. the longer it yeah. goes on, the more and more you do fall into it. Do you like a pint, Jess, or two? Yeah, obviously before a game as well. Yeah, you know <laughs> where'd you drink? At the George before the game. At the George, the George I, think yeah. I think I've seen you there a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't miss but, him. Uh, nah. what, what, what's your take on on going back to the pub? Can you not wait? Can you simply not I've wait? Away. I've, I've missed it like mad, like every like you guys. I've missed it crazy. Not going there every other Saturday. You know what I mean? Mm. Where, where do you uh, where do you got a season ticket, Chase? Yeah, because not last year I was in the Gil Mary. Then obviously, where? then normally I'm in the Tilton. Obviously, yeah. block eight. Sorry, block eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm in I'm in block six. So. Yeah, normally yeah. I'm in block eight before, but last season I went with my auntie and that and my nephew and that. We was all in the Gil Merrick lower. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there, are yeah. People, there are people on on the chat box accusing you of being uh, well. Shall I say you like a drink? I won't tell you who it is you probably know who it is anyway (laughs) I'm going to read them out I'm going to name and shame no 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 no, we can't name and shame (laughs) (laughs) yeah early early live question early live question coming in for Raddy from Stephen Gill he's asking what was it like playing alongside Bruno and Glatzer you were you were a brilliant partnership oh yeah what a what a what a lad you know Uh, Bruno Bruno is a Obviously, first time I met Bruno was at, at Bolton. Yeah. And uh, we, we played, you know, um, two seasons there alongside each other. And uh, obviously, we made a great achievement there, going taking the club to Europe, Europa League. But then but then when I left the Birmingham, I thought, you know, you know, I remember I checked his hand. I told him all the best, you know, for the for the for the future. And then suddenly, I found him in Birmingham with me. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was uh, was a great uh, surprise. Um, unfortunately, he didn't stay for longer, but uh, but he's a good lad. Mm-hmm. Uh, very very big experience. He uh, he played in France and he played in national team, France national team. Played in Italy, and he he he. Uh, he came to uh, to England through through um, Bolton and and, and uh, we had a really good start of the season. I think um, at Birmingham um, internally, of course, um, and uh, we played really good. Uh, we made a good partnership. Um, yeah. So so yeah, it's 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 a huge uh, it's a huge uh, pleasure, you know, being around him and uh, playing alongside him. I remember him getting a lovely goal at Newcastle when we beat him yeah, 5-1. Yeah. I'm going to say the cup, oh, yeah. 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 Is that from a, yeah, yeah. From a free kick corner, something like that? Yeah, rebound, yeah. wasn't it? I think seven. Yeah. yeah. Took the back in, yeah. The wall and then he, yeah, yeah. He's, he sort of like tucked it in the top corner with the inside of his yeah. right, right foot. That was, yeah, that was a good he, night. 
<laughs> that was a good night's work. <laughs> was a good night's work, yeah. <laughs> okay, mate. He's, he's a calm, composed. He has a lot of experience and uh, you can you can see him during the game. Obviously, uh, you look at him in his face and his eyes. He's so calm. So he give you that, you know, he can send you that positive, you know, energy and uh, confidence mm. naturally. That's good. Yeah. Going back, sorry, Randy, going back to when you first signed, um, what did you sort of know about Blues? What did you know about the club? Did you, I'd imagine you played against us in the, the Premier League, but um, did you know much about the club or did you were you aware of how big we were or, you know? Yeah, obviously Birmingham. You know, for, for the people who don't, who don't know, obviously the, the year before um, I had the opportunity maybe to come to Birmingham, um, Obviously in the backstage, but but obviously I stayed another year at, at Bolton Wonders and um, and um, I thought I was playing at that time and I didn't have any any feeling to to leave, but uh, but mm. Birmingham I played against Birmingham in in the Premier League, but everyone knows that generation of Emil Heskey and uh, and obviously um, who's the French guy you know who won the World Cup? Dugarry. Dugarry is a superstar. Yeah. And uh, and go and uh, and many many players not not to 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 miss you know the m many players and many generation who played at Birmingham, um, so so I knew I knew from the start I'm going to to, to a big club in a big city, um, and I know there is a lot of rivalry between you know Birmingham and, and Villa, which is uh, uh, which is. Which is obvious and uh, and um, and one of the biggest derbies. So, so yeah, um, I knew I knew I knew the importance and the 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 the, the big the um, the value of of being a Birmingham player from the start. And mm. of course, you had, you had um, Medi Nafti there as well. So did that help having Medi there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's another point. So Mehdi was like calling me. I said, "I heard you coming." I said, "I'm not sure yet, but it would be good, you know, to be around you." And uh, Mehdi obviously encouraged me to come. He said we needed you. Uh, he said he will help us with the with the heading, especially in the championship. And the new yeah. from the start that will have you know a positive impact um, because the championship many teams were direct that time. You put pressure, and then it's the ball in the box. So you have to challenge the first. Uh, and a second ball, and I was uh, a key for that. Um, so yeah, um, we again we had we had a great team. We had good good and balanced team, and uh, and then you know it's not surprised that we go we go back you know uh, straight away in, in the Premier League. Top two, mm. yeah. Got a few questions coming through the shout box. Uh, Drew Crawford wants to know what most impressed you about Shay Adams at Southampton. <laughs> Is that for me? Yeah, that wasn't yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, I, I think I think he has a, a really good. He's a he's a potential, you know, um, to be to be you know one of the uh, one of the best strikers. Of course, you know, you know from my experience as a as a coach now in the academy, especially Southampton Academy, and look at our players like Adams who succeed at Birmingham. So uh, in the championship, so we 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 challenge him more, and we got him in the Premier League. But then, as you can see, we try to we try to introduce him, you know. Progressively, and uh, and then uh, what what a what an impact he had, you know, for for the club, even as progressively and uh, and then slowly, but but he's uh, he integrated, you know, the the club, the culture, and the way the way the one manager wants him to play, and uh, 
don't, don't forget he has in front of him, you know, a player like Inks who's really successful now. So he had to find, you know, his his trades and he had to find his way of, of being, you know, someone who plays continuously. So I think, you know, you know, um, and this is not just for me, from from the manager, Ralph Hasenhutl, he, he knows he's a hard worker. He knows he's someone who has ambition and he knows that he's a team player. So he'll work hard for the team and he will... Uh, he will do everything needs, you know, for uh, for him to have an, a positive impact. So uh, I think I think he's he's part of the 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 Southampton setup now. I don't think the manager will he can't get rid of him because he's a uh, he's an important player in the squad. Interesting. Um, a couple of good comments through. Gaynor Robinson says, "Can anybody remember when Raji danced in front of the goal, goalkeeper to put him off?" Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got that. I got Stephen that. Chaos is what a beast buddy was. Don't think we had a player quite so dominant in the air since. No. So there you go. Looks like you was well loved at the Blues, mate. Yeah. You're gonna give us a. You're gonna give us a, a, a little demo, Raddy. <laughs> only, only if you. I would, I would love to. It was a Tunisian dance. <laughs> I, need, I need the Tunisian music. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody, I had, I had, the, I had okay. the referee the, that week after that game telling me. I think we had a, we scored we scored the goal from there, um, in 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 St Andrews. I think the next game was Fulham or something like that. And and the Sibrusi came to me during the week. He said, you know, the referee said, you know, you know, you're not going to do that in front of the GK because we'd give you a lacard. card. So I had to stop it. Wow, uh, it was you. a good distraction. Yeah, I remember you doing it for um, for, for, for Zerati against Everton and Seb Larson yeah. against Liverpool. Seb Larson yeah. scored an absolute even further out. And, and Zerati scored mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So so yeah. it's a good way, you know, to distract the, 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 the GK. Yeah, it worked because I think we scored both times you did it. Yeah. It works really well. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would encourage my players to do it now, but I'm not sure about the, uh, the rules. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, what's the problem in it? It's just a bit of a fun, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, can I, I, I get a card? Well, that's not written into the rules, is it? There's no exactly, rules to so say you um, can't do it, is there? Uh, yeah. I've been, question question yeah. on YouTube. Uh, Mark Holland says, we won six back-to-back, 1-0, when we got promoted with Alex McLeish. Remember winning 1-0 at Plymouth. Oh, for a 6-1-0 six, six, one, six, one, back-to-back wins. It says, it's pretty sure that it was Jihadi who scored the winner at Plymouth, is that right? No, it was Lee Carsley. Ah, okay. okay so wrong. Uh, I can't remember yeah. scored for Birmingham at Plymouth. No? No, no, no okay. I can't remember. <coughs> okay. So you're wrong. Uh, Jess wants to know, are you still in contact with any former players? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously now, not like before. There, there is a social media, there is, you know, many ways, you know, to keep in touch. Definitely I'm in touch with Mehdi. Nafti is now... Uh, He's now coaching in in Spain. Um, at times, you know, we send you know some texts with uh, uh, Miguel Forcel. Um, uh, who else? Fabrice Mwamba. Uh, I met I met uh, I met a couple of months ago. Um, Mike uh, Mike Taylor, GK. Obviously, he's, he's coaching yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we we spread it out now. We all over the the globe. You know, a lot of players retired, and um, each one of us has his own objectives and and his personal life. So, 
Mm. It's difficult, especially at this time of the uh, <laughs> yeah. of the COVID nineteen era. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've also you've also scored in the World Cup finals as well. I remember you. I remember watching it like it was yesterday against um, Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and that's uh, that's probably the highlight of my career. Oh, obviously, big, yeah. that goal represents you know the the hard work and the uh, sacrifice that I made since I was uh, nine years old. Obviously, coming from a, a little little uh, um, uh, city in, in south of Tunisia yeah um, where where you don't have you know the what we got now the the academies and the the structure and the infrastructure around it we had nothing we had nothing yeah. so uh, I remember I was crying to because my uh, my boots were, were ripped and uh, my shorts were small to go to play games so from there, I found myself in a workup and score a goal. It took me it took me years, but I felt like I achieved you know something in my career. So, yeah. So that goal, that goal okay. in a workup, amazing. Represent represents a lot for me. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the dance in front of the goalkeeper comes to in you know, a close second place. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you know, as a player, I'm committed to. To help you know my teammate and I, I do what needs you know to to score and go and uh, <laughs> and win the games. Mm. Even, yeah. And even who was your um, who was your football idol growing up, Ruddy? Who was your favourite player when you was a child? Yeah, so uh, obviously Tunisia. For the people who don't know, we we're really close to Europe. It's just just half an hour, you know, to Italy by boat if uh, if you can uh, or if you can swim. So, uh, so um, I watched a lot of you know uh, calcio, um, you know um, games, Maldini, you know, and um, Barese. They were they were my idol, idol, you know, players. I watched Barese since I was young, and um, he was class in the way oh. he was playing, and he oh. was a he was a floater with the with the old system. They're playing the the float and the centre backs, and uh, uh, it's amazing how how he was developed, you know, um, that time. And then uh, uh, as I grew up, you know, Berezi retired and then Maldini came on board. And, and Maldini was playing all the position in the back four, played left back, right back, centre backs. And he has, he can make the same performance. Obviously, uh, it's amazing. Um, and, and these are mainly the players that I was really, you know, um, uh, influenced by um, yeah. the Italian Italian football as well, the tactical side of it was kind of influenced, um, and um, and uh, we, as I as I grew up more, I opened obviously the doors for for more uh, more countries in football and started to watch more football. Um, I liked Desai because Tunisia they 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 always tell me you you look like him you know in the game so I was watching him a lot. Whether with France and whether when he went to England to playing for Chelsea, um, yeah. So he was an aspiration. Even when we had uh, Roger Le Maire in, France, uh, in Tunisia as a international coach, and he was coaching the the France ninety uh, eight generation who won the World Cup. So I asked him a lot about him, and uh, he told me a lot of story and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of you know background stories that helped me carry on as well. Mm. Did you ever get? Did you get? Sorry, how many international caps did you get? Uh, overall, I had hundred and five caps. Wow, amazing! One hundred and five. Uh, You've only got one head. 
Yes, yeah. I was going to ask Freddie, did you ever get to meet any of your idols growing up? You know, over the years, did you ever get to meet Desai or any of them along the yeah. way? Yeah. Yeah. Fa- funny enough, obviously, uh, I had, uh, I met, uh, I met Maldini and uh, I was invited as a, as a football legend in the 2018 World Cup in Russia. Mm. We had a great, uh, obviously, the FIFA had a, a legend, legend program as a, as a <laughs> most of the, uh, as a most of the player who played for national team Tunisia, obviously, mm. I was invited. So we spent a, a lovely, I think, 15 days you know, um, having a, like a legend tournament and a legend presentation for the FIFAs. And uh, we witnessed, obviously, the uh, the draw for the uh, organization, the World Cup organization for USA, yeah. between Morocco and USA. It was an amazing experience, but also what what was, you know, mostly amazing is to meet, you know, some like the word, word uh, legends. And one of them was Maldini. Maldini, I think he had the, he had the duty, and obviously, to help the FIFA with the organization that time as well. So uh, we, we played against him in, in in the tournament, and we had a um, a good chat about you know football and football mm. future, and we had a picture, of course. Um, mm. Love Matai Matai Mataus or Matai? Oh, yeah, Mataus. Yeah, yeah. The the German the German guy. He's yeah. so aggressive. He's so aggressive, but. <laughs> Um, since since his playing days, um, of course the the big legend Maradona, Ronaldo, uh, a lot of, a lot of obviously big names, uh, you know, Sidov, um, a lot. So it, it's amazing, it's amazing to find yourself around, you know, these these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brown, Paul Lipkiss, Mark Adams, Nick Spall, and uh, and Jez on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Fan come, Jem. Uh, Jez, are you, you, have you got any questions? Uh, who's your best player while you was at Blues? Good question. Oh wow, that that's uh, that that would put me in a in a, in a pressure. Um, <laughs> and even when when you asked me to to prepare the team, it was like kind of like a it's it's a hard to make a decision. So. Uh, my best player at that time. I think I think Mac Jeffrey. Um, he was uh, he was flying. Obviously, the, yeah. the first year he scored a lot of goals, and uh, excuse me, every every time he shoot, he score. And mm. uh, but also but also, uh, what what I liked as well, he provided some of the good crosses for me to score headers. Mm. So uh, him him and uh, Seba Larson. So I uh, maybe choose him, and he's uh, deserved. I think he had the play of the the season that year. So yeah, he deserved it. Mm. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. So tell us a bit about yourself, then, Jason. So how long have you had a season ticket? Uh, I used to go down there as a kid, and obviously because my dad used to work there, then he obviously took us down there. Then obviously I was there a season ticket for a couple of years. Then I was there working as a steward. Okay. Then obviously I come back as a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Brilliant. I was uh, playing. I've been born in the Blues. Now, Leicester, you went to? Leicester away in the FA Cup final, uh, at the FA Cup last year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was a good day. In the fifth round. The last. Yeah. Sorry, did you say the last game, Nick, or best game? No, the, the last. last. The last. last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I yeah. wasn't sure. If Nick asked you the last or the best. Sorry. 
Mm. So yeah, I was at the Leic- Leicester away game as well. With, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, Auntie Linda What's and you- Sally, and um, we met uh, Jeremy Beller in the in the stands. He was injured for that one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I heard he was in the stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's your what's your favourite Blues moment, Jason? It's got to be the Wembley Cup final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that, that's that, that's ten years ago. This coming ten Saturday, years. it is. Yeah. Uh, um, so I take it, Jason. Jason, I take it you're not old enough to remember Leyland that one then. Yeah, uh, no one's as old as us. Nobody's as old as us. That's an old playoffs and stuff, Bruce and stuff like that. Yeah. So how long was you stewarding? Seven years. Oh, right. Seven that's, years. A fair, that's a fair whack. Yeah. Did you yeah. just do it for the free ticket? <laughs> no. Nah, I, I, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I would have, no. Yeah, I would have done to be fair at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have. Fans could have drank. Anybody, though. Nah. <laughs> yeah. The fans would have got away with drinking beer and smoking cigarettes if I was a steward because I just wouldn't have been facing them at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, just a really nice comment from Pat. She said, it's about time this show won an award. It is, oh. isn't it? Yeah, we came close once, didn't we, Chris? We did. We came very, very close. Pat, if you want to give us an award, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, J- Jason Hughes says, uh, Maldini, best fullback ever. Oh, yeah. He's the, I was going to say he's the best defender I've ever seen in my life, Maldino. He was just something else when he was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely yeah, yeah. phenomenal player. And Baresi, like Raddy says, Franco Baresi as well was. And later on as well with Maldini was Alessandro Nesta as well. He was phenomenal as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. Rad- yeah. Raddy, who did you support as a kid? Who did you grow up supporting? Who was your team? That, that's a quite uh, interesting question. And, uh, I always, always try to review and reflect on myself. Do I am I normal or not? I never supported the team. Actually, I always supported the team who I worked for or played for. No, okay. Uh, very, so very diplomatic answer. Very, yeah, very diplomatic. diplomatic. No, no, on a serious note, it's, it's <laughs> never been diplomatic. I, no. I, I now support the teams that I, yep. I, I worked for. To be honest, uh, we've had, we've had a like, few players who have said exactly the same. So, yeah. But I like watching all football in general. I love to watch, especially now with my. With my job as a as a as a coach, um, I, I like to watch football. Um, I'm I'm talking to you now, and there is a TV in front of me, and mm-hmm. it's a game of football now. So mm-hmm. it's it's, um, it's 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 became part of my rituals, um, you know. And, and, and looking at the football in different way and different aspects is is something that uh, that I uh, I do now. So you watch yeah. much. Self, I must admit, if I was ever a professional footballer, I'd be obsessed. I'd probably watch myself on YouTube every day, um, especially if I scored in the World Cup for England. So, do you watch much of yourself? Do you watch much of your days playing? Um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it happens. It's happened to me to go back and watch a couple of games. Obviously, before nowadays, we have the CDs, and mm. um, and um, the other day I was obviously tidying up my office and I found a couple of CDs. Um, and and they uh, watched them so couple of games international games um and then it's amazing how how you your perception could change when when you now in a different role i, I used to be player and i look at myself and I say oh, i was bad no no, <laughs> no way no way how i can do this you know mistakes now, now i see myself obviously i see myself as a coach mm. so I, I see all the principles and 
and the and 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 specific like position specific, you know, and on the line more than looking at myself how uh, uh, like before. So it, it's totally different, and it's amazing how how the people perception could change. Mm. Yeah. Sure. What, what got some, got a few questions coming in from the listeners. What's your favorite yeah. stadium you've ever played at? Favorite player. No. Favorite stadium you've ever played stadium. at? Stadium. 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 <laughs> stadiums. I, I played in a lot of stadiums. Um, mm. A lot of stadiums, obviously. Um, uh, Plymouth? Mainly, mainly, mainly. Say again, Mark. Plymouth? Was it Plymouth? <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, yeah, well, we're laughing about it, but, you know, the English game is uh, is totally different. I, I played in the different countries and uh, I, um, I I visited a lot of uh, the stadiums. Um, the, always the English game is, is totally different. The atmosphere of the English game is different. The fans are just mm-hmm. close to you, one metre between you and, and the fans. You can't find that in any... Any other, any other country. Uh, I played in the, mm. in the World Cup. I played in the World Cup 2002, 2006. Totally different, you know, stadiums, 60,000. I played in, in Egypt, 120,000. And uh, and believe me, it was full. So 120,000 full. And all Egyptians. So so every time you touch the ball, there's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a, a, a loud voice that can uh, even put you in the pressure. So... Uh, let let me say, obviously, my best days were in the Premier League. I feel and uh, I enjoyed a lot playing in the Premier League. Um, maybe Old Trafford is still is still mm. a, uh, is still a, uh-huh. is still a, a, a great, obviously, and an historic, uh, a good monument. Like a, you, if you play in it, you uh, you have a, a box ticked. I played with Birmingham against Man- Manchester United in, in Old Trafford. I played with the with the Bolton Wanderers as well, and I always enjoyed uh, playing playing in that stadium. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, Stephen, you're saying ask Ruddy who was his favourite coach and why. I I, uh, I played uh, under very good coaches. Um, it's difficult to choose because I'm that type of a person who take a take a bit of every coach. Um, mm-hmm. But let, let me say, I think you know, uh, I think uh, the arrival of Régis Lemaire to, to the Nizian team it helped me a lot, you know, to to find my way because you know he answered all all of the questions that I had about you know being professional. Um, Get that, uh, get that uh, opportunity to go to Europe. Two thousand and three, two thousand and four, they were a key moment for me, obviously, to get to uh, to uh, make my objectives as a as a as being involved in a, or playing for the one of the best league in the world, the Premier League. And Rigel Mel obviously helped me to to find my way. Um, so uh-huh. I, I would probably two go, more. One, one from Marcus go as a player. When you sign for a club, do you have any input on your wages or do you put everything in your agent's hands and just accept what he can get for you? That's a great question. <laughs> no, that's, that's a great question. So obviously, I, I take ownership as well. So because I felt the agent is here, he's there to support me, not to, not to uh, lead me. So the, the choice and the negotiation, I, I get involved in. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. And what, that's what I urge now, the new generation. As a coach now, I see a lot of uh, young young players, young talents, you know, give everything to their agents, uh, which is wrong because, you know, it's only you who know and understand what you want and, uh, and, um, and understand uh, uh, how you want it. So the agent is there to execute what, what you want, not to give you what you want. Okay, John Smith, uh, who was the... Oh, it's disappeared. Uh, John Smith says, uh, which was your most difficult player to mark? Which is the most what, sorry? Difficult Difficult player to mark. Uh, Yeah, good one. Very good. Um, I think, uh, think, you know, I, I played when there were a really great generation of strikers. There is yeah. the Thierry and uh, and Go, but I think Drogba was the most difficult because Drogba has all the the technical, physical, you know, and tactical uh, contribute. Uh, he mm-hmm. can he can he can weight really heavy on a centre back physically, but also he can turn, control the ball perfectly, turn, and then he has yeah. a great finish. And remember that time at Chelsea had you know people in the middle like Frank Lampard and Co. They can provide, you know, quality balls from the back. So it was difficult to 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 manage a player like him. I played against him in Ivory Coast. Mm. He was not as effective as, he, and he was at Chelsea. And and obviously the difference is, with my respect to the, all the Ivory Coast players that time with him. But you know, when I played him against Chelsea at, at Bolton, we drew. I think we drew uh, the first game two two, and they scored a goal. But obviously we scored five after that. Uh, we lost five against okay. him and. Mm. And it's a it's a big team. And one from me. Did you, did you ever play against England? No. One one of the one of the uh, books I didn't take, and I was really disappointed. I'm still disappointed now, and I'm angry because you reminded me about it. It's, uh, <laughs> well, done, well done, Nick. It's, uh, <laughs> You're in Belgium. It's, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's it's when I was I think 22 years old. I was one of the one of the youngest centre back in in the Tunisian squad. And we were preparing for the World Cup '98. Uh, yeah. And um, and obviously the the manager at that time he chose not to pick me for the full squad to go to, to travel to the World Cup. I was really upset. Oh, um, and I missed the '98 first game against England. Um, oh. uh, and um, obviously it, it, I love to I love to play against England because you know I like I like the English style, but also I was. Uh, the, it was an opportunity to mark, you know, Alan Shearer at that time. It was, oh. it was in the, it was in the height. I played against Alan Shearer after that, and I marked him against Newcastle, and they revenged. But, but <laughs> it's not as a, it's not as a, the workout. Oh, Roddy! Apparently, you're wrong. You did score the winner against Plymouth, a one 0 win. Apparently, two people have just confirmed it. And they've Googled it as well. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes, yeah. Was that at home? That must have been at home then. I, no, I must have been at home. Uh, scored in a 1 0 win at Plymouth. Google it. When was that? In, in... November the 4th, 2006. Oh, okay. It must have been, yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking of Lee Carsley's goal under McLeach. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the only yeah, yeah. one who scored as well. Is that 75? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Good luck. I'm, sure, uh, I'm sure Matthew, to be honest, Paul, I think Matthew Upson scored against Plymouth, the header. I'm sure yeah. it was Upson. Yeah, Roddy, I remember, remember it now. Now, now. now Chris has said it. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, it was off a mm. corner, wasn't it? Yeah. 
That was it. <laughs> yeah. Was that O'Connor or Cross? I, I can't remember. It was O'Connor. Really. And a, question, a question from Ray. Um, Raddy, uh, if you were managing a big game tomorrow, how would you motivate your players? Oh, wow. Um, probably that's one of uh, my, uh, you know, um, best, best, you know, contribute motivating the players. I think motivating players not on, it's not for one day, it's not for two days. It's it's a long term process and that link and and connection you make with the players. You know, one of the things obviously I do as a coach now is understanding my players and understand their background and mostly understand their motivators. Because you know, you have you have 22, 25 players, each player has his own motivators. Some some could be the money, some could be, you know, the uh, some could be, you know, the uh, uh, different aspects. Some some do them do it for mm. their families. Mm-hmm. And and basically um you have to you have to find you know the 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 way how we're gonna get you know the message across and uh, for for a game like to, like tomorrow let's say Birmingham City play against Norwich it's one one of the things I use is is basically they're in the top position and they probably feel feel easy to go and play against us mm-hmm. so go and make it difficult for them and then the pressures on them. Because you know, obviously, they they the top team. They need to provide you know the right you know performance, but also they need to win against us. So we're gonna use that you know to to in our favor. So being patient, working hard for each other's, make sure we 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 keep the principle and the, and the strategy, especially that we prepare right. Um, I know I know from the fact Norwich they 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 they're a team who like to set the intensity, like to work hard, you know, and then on 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 the front foot and try to press. So, so yeah, the, these these are the aspects of the to um, to add. But but something is is do it for the for the fans who's not there who are waiting for us as well. And in this moment, you have to do it. You have you have to feel the vibes <coughs> from the fans and have to feel you know the the people who who's behind, but they're not they can they can be present. So so just go and do it for for the for this. Yeah. No, no, we, we, we're just going with live now, aren't we, Nick? But there's a couple that have come in. Okay. Um, in the last, you've got, you've got last no questions from in the week then. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do you to eleven now, bud? We can do. Yeah, I've just got a, I've just got a just couple got a few of questions. So, co- co- couple more questions. Mm-hmm. So, I can't remember who asked it earlier, Raddy, but what was the camaraderie like in the blue squad that you in the blue squads that you were in, and, and have you got any good funny stories or or pranks that you can tell us about? Uh, listen, we had an amazing, you know, uh, atmosphere in the changing room, you know, that, that period. Um, I can't really remember pranks. <laughs> I know, I know, I know some players with a lot of pranks and, uh, when you invite them guys, you know, they probably can, can, you know, tell you the stories, but I know, I know, um, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Bantner was, was someone who, uh, really, he made me laugh, uh, but he's he's someone who um, I really uh, like when he was when he was playing for us and scored a lot of goals. Mm. Um, there were there were young generations, Fabrice Mwamba and and uh, Sebalas and 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 Co. And um, I spent a lot of time, you know, with Medinafti, who were even neighbours. Mm. Um, you know, um, Medi is someone as well. You need to know it as as much as he looks serious, you know, on the pitch. He's he's a funny guy, so. Yeah, so, yeah, we. Uh, I, I don't really. I, I'm boring on that aspect. I don't like a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And, and I know. We, I know. Price. I know. I know. We go for parties sometimes. 
<laughs> we go, we, here's, here's the one for you. We go for parties and we think, you know, we finish the party, we go home and then obviously we try to go on the day off and uh, there is no risks. But we still, we still get, we still, Steve Bruce still have the information. We couldn't understand how we get it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. And, and who's the best player you've ever played against in your whole career as a player? Um, was it Drogba? Uh, I played against Ronaldo when, when he was at a stop as well. Ronaldo, yeah. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, oh. Manu, I think the last couple of years, he, he, he developed and he improved a lot and becomes, you know, really important for that Manchester United team. So it was difficult to um, to stop. Um, yeah. Probably I put I put him in that category mm. um, as as a hard player, you know, to uh, to 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 control as a defender. So you need you need at least one or two of your teammates. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you... Okay, so so Nick's mentioned your one to eleven. Then, so you picked yeah. the best the team from the best players that you played with for us during your three and a bit years with us. Um, so yeah, you going four four two? I I tried obviously to cover. Uh, I was thinking about you know my favorite shape, but then I said okay, because of the uh, players' availability and uh, obviously the players that choose, they need to be in the in the best day uh, for us to go and win tomorrow against Norwich. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Far away then. Tell us your team. Uh, okay, so um, we have we have you know Mike 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 you know on on the goal in the goal. I think I think Mike you know he has a great uh, uh, experience. Um, I was I was thinking about Doyle because Doyle as well you know he had a great season when when uh, when he took over and he helped us you know massively, but. Uh, I want to. I want for the experience, and you know, considering you know the the career he made, um, he could be the starter in my team. Um, and then I go to the right, David Murph. I think you know he was steady. Um, he was steady. He um, he was so uh, uh, calm, composed on the ball, and uh, he he knows he has a good ta- supporting time when to go forward and 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 when to to defend. We played <laughs> alongside him. Played alongside him on the right side, and I felt really comfortable to to pass him the ball even under pressure, and uh, he get away with it. Um, Martin Taylor, as a right centre back, uh, we had a really good partnership as well. When when Bruno left, uh, and uh, we we um, it had a good season in the promotion season. Um, yeah. Despite you know he hasn't a lot of experience that time uh, as as uh, as as um, he helped massively and uh, he was listening and and then doing really well in his position. Um, on the, on the left I put um, Liam Ridgewell, left centre back. Um, Liam obviously he came from 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 the neighbours. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> Hey! Well done. <laughs> uh, the last, I think, the last week or the last day of the window transfer in the summer, you know, to to help us in the in the uh, in the Premier League campaign. Uh, but obviously, uh, he he was young, but also he brought that energy and uh, and and uh, equality on the left on the left side to help and support. Um, uh, alongside him, Franco Drew. Franco Drew, uh, I felt I feel like he deserved to be there as well because 
because Frank has a vast experience from France to to England pledge from Middlesbrough. But then when he came when he came with us, obviously he gave us a equality with his range of passing, with his delay distribution on, on the left side, and even he played left centre back as well when he needed. So, yeah. uh, mm. so um, but also he was kind of a leader uh, on and off the pitch. He uh, he has his voice in the changing room. He has his voice on the pitch and. Uh, he um, he put a lot of uh, weight in in the squad um, mm. in the middle. So one of the reasons I chose obviously to play four four two is is because we had you know some some good choices you know from both squads you know two thousand and six two thousand seven season and and over the in the Premier League season. But uh, you know um, if you want to have two two midfielders, you need to have you know kind of balance. And I thought, I thought, you know, I was difficult to choose between Fabrice Mwamba as a holding midfielder and Mehdi Nafti. Um, so, so I leave it for the fan to choose one of them. Um, I want, if I'm a coach, if I'm a coach tonight and I had to decide, decide between them, I won't sleep probably. Uh, because, because both, because both the hard workers, both they can put their body on the line, both can tackle, both can, 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 can you know add add uh, really uh, much to the team? Um, alongside them, I put uh, Wilson uh, Palacio. He, he was a, a quality player. Yeah. Um, I I didn't see him much, you know, develop, but he developed massively and progressively when he was uh, when he was at Birmingham. He and he ended up probably one of the important players in the middle. So yeah. so he has that really good touch, and he has a. A good of understanding when to join the box and when to to keep the balance for the team and uh, and he has good quality to dribble and pass the ball. So that's why I kept him, you know, in the midfield with the, one of the uh, with the Warriors, Fabrice and uh, and Medi Nafti. Um, in the wide areas, obviously in the middle, um, I put Seba Larson on the right. Seba Seba is a really clever player, uh, right. but also he has the uh, technical skills. And uh, has the uh, understanding, obviously, to to fulfill that position from inside out, outside in, uh, and make uh, some good crosses. Obviously, he's a specialist in free kicks, and but also he can make a good crosses, you know, in yeah. uh, in the box, yeah. uh, in the box for the right strikers uh, to go and, and score goals. So Seba, he can put the energy as well, and he can put a lot of recovery runs, you know, to defend uh, and help the team to defend and make some good tackles. Um, on the left, uh, in the middle, I put uh, Gary McJeffrey. So Gary, uh, I could put him in the middle as well, but um, but I think in this system he can he can be very effective because he's the type of players who can push the ball and run. Mm. He he can exploit the space, commit, exploit the space uh, behind the the opposition fullback. But also he he has the confidence to go inside and go uh, in the middle and look for the combination with the strikers. That's why I put two different type of strikers. I put Nick, uh, I put me um, for sale, Miguel for sale, and I put Nicholas Bantner up front. So Nicholas, that time, even even if we don't have the opportunity to play out and play through the opposition, we can look for him, you know, high, and he can flick it and he can he can hold it. He has a really good physical presence, but also has good technical touch. So so we. Uh, he really uh, can help on that aspect, on that second option, so or another option is from playing out. Um, so, 
and and Mika um, for uh, for Sale who who can score goals. He can sniff oh. goals. He can. He has a good touch inside the 18-yard box. He probably can't, you know, link up, you know, in uh, in in the mid thirds. But when as soon as we get to the final third, he can score goals. That's why when you have Seba on a, on a, on a right and you have McJeffy on the left who can cross goals. So we have someone like Nikola Batnek who can head it if yeah. it's yeah. higher balls, far post, middle post. But you have you know Miguel Fosel who can you know make that clever runs in behind and in between the the centre backs and he can score goals. And, and if you add one of the middle in the box, we can end up with four in the final yeah. third. So this is how how I see the team. Of, of course, you know, there is a, a vast choice, you know, from both squads, as I said, you know, these two, that, that two years. But um, it was difficult for me, but uh, I felt like this is probably a team I can go and win with. Uh, that's a really good, the, that's a really good team. Re- really good team, right? Who would, be your, who would be your captain in that team? And who would be the manager as well, head coach? Mm, w- wow. So, so the manager, I would probably choose uh, Steve Bruce because because of the achievement we made, we made that year. Yeah. Um, um, and obviously he built that team. Um, uh, even uh, Alex McLeish, I felt you know we had a, a good, uh, uh, a successful period. But um, uh, I wasn't involved, so I left that time. So, so um, uh, um, Alex Bruce is the manager of that team, I think. And um, there, there is a, there is a, there is a quite a strong character in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any one of them. Can be a captain. Yeah. Um, um, from from my coach perspective, I would love you know uh, the 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 captain to be a midfielder. But um, I think we all agree in in Frank Kudrow as a strong character and the mm, way he yeah. looks on the pitch could mm. could could be that time. Even the way he speaks to the to the referees and then he has a really good you know way of of influencing. So I would put him at the captain. Yeah, and let's throw this out to our viewers. So, who are we going to choose, Fabrice Mwamba or Medi Nafte? Ooh, three minutes, three minutes. <laughs> three minutes, wow. and we'll go for the most votes off our viewers. It's going to come in the shout box, righty? So, we'll let our viewers well, we'll decide. Medi Nafte, keep your eye on it. So, do I have to have to decide, or let the no, 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 not you, not you. We'll let our viewers do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. I know we can make people decide. I know. I know. Medi Nafte, people's votes. Going, going back to your career, Raddy, did you ever keep, were you one for keeping shirts and memento? What sort of souvenirs have you got for your career? Did you keep any blue shirts or were you, did you swap shirts? Or? Yeah, I have, I have a box of blue shirts. Mm. I have a, b- okay. a box and uh, I, put, I put some of them in the frames. I have them in my office back in England. Um, mm. Obviously, it reminded me, remind me of a good uh, time. I think I have a boot as well. I kept, a, I kept my Nike Tiempo boots, you know, from Birmingham. What part uh, of England? Because I know a couple of lads that might want to break. I can. I can. I still. I'll, I still have even the training kit. Okay. I still have wow. an the big coat oh, of, wow. of Birmingham. Obviously, uh, I, I, I have a box uh, and I keep it in my in my souvenir place. Um, and it's written Birmingham City on it, and I have wow. a training kit. I have a, I have the coat, the the big coat, you know. And we have, and I have uh, um, the lot of t-shirts, like uh, whether from Premier League time or from the mm. uh, from the Championship time as well. You kept, mm. you kept a lot. So a lot of players don't keep anything, you know. Some players do, and some players don't keep anything. But mm. it sounds like you kept the, the club shop. 
I would be surprised players don't keep you know souvenirs, but uh, yeah, some don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not too much souvenirs to be fair, but mm. I kept that, so I believe you know players would kept more than that. Yeah, yeah. Going, yeah. going back again, I've got another question. What was it like playing in the African nations? Oh, it's amazing. If you don't play in African nation, you miss the half of your of your career. To be fair, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm 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 not exaggerating. The African nation is a is a huge uh, mm. a tournament um, with all the difficulties and all the the challenges. Um, mm. You have you have to like the African nations. Yeah, um, I played I played five African nations and I won the 2004 in Tunisia. Wow. Yeah, but uh, all, all the all the other four are uh, are great experiences, and um, playing playing in in uh, Mali, uh, mm. I think two thousand. Played uh, in Ghana, Nigeria, two thousand and two, two thousand and four, Tunisia, two thousand and eight. I played in Cam uh, Egypt, um, and it's an in each. Uh, each uh, um, each African nation has his, his own reality, and it depends on the country who hosted the the, the, the African nation. So, so, so the African players in general are unpredictable in the game. So you don't know you can dominate the game, but you still can lose it um, because there is a lot of talent and a lot of individuality, and they need mm. just one one second, you know, to one make second, that. Yeah extraordinary you know skills and smash a ball from 40 yards and put it in the goal or or he can dribble two three players in in around you know the corner the corner and and then he can score a goal from from impossible angles so these are unpredictable stuff but then but then lately looking at the african nation i think it developed a lot and mm. this go back to the and this go back to the contribute that um that Europe academies and, and teams uh, that add to the African players in general, because African players come with a talent already, you know, mm. natural talent, uh, natural talent could be physical, could be technical skills mm. uh, from the streets, from the, from the, from the, the city. And, and then they, they find that organization and that, um, that structure, you know, in Europe academies. And then obviously, uh, they come back, you know, to play for the country, and it's amazing how how that can make the difference, you know, in uh, back in back in the African nations and all. Yeah, these, it's uh, good. Good. Um, and even good in, blend, and even in the World Cup now, and even in a cup, mm. you can see teams stepping up and and, and go to the mm. quarterfinals. You know, African team go to the quarterfinals, uh, and this is because you know the 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 how how the African nation uh, African football developed. Mm. It seems like it seems like the gaps um, the gaps shrunk, uh, shrunk in the African nations because yeah. I mean I used to watch it myself uh, in the early nineties Cameroon would always do well and but then you have Guinea and there's like a big gulf but nowadays it seems a lot more narrow you know there's not much in it. Yes, true, true, very true. Now Tunisia in my in my era we go to Africa mm. most of the teams and we won five we won six six nil mm. and then we go back we we we. We go straight off to the, to the qualification World Cup, and we go to play against, you know, teams. Um, presumably, obviously, you know, they're not strong enough. But now that is not that feeling. Tunisia now can can 
can lose one nil against teams who we, we used to to, to smash six nil. Um, mm. And this is not just because Tunisia um, um, level, but the the level has has gone up. Uh, mm. And you just need to look at the last African nation, the the one Algeria one, I think in Egypt, and uh, look at like team like Benin. Uh, who who never qu- been qualified to African nation in his history, and then he go to the African nation. I think they got qualified to the to the second round, which is mm. amazing because yeah, because yeah. of the way the way and the effort that some countries make, but also the Af- the the CAF federation making a lot of making a lot of um, work, uh, a lot of you know former players now who who had a great career, but also they. Converted and obviously uh, recycled uh, to um, to uh, either coaches or, di- or directors or sporting directors or even members with the with the with the with the with the CAF federation, and they they have a lot of contribute into into develop football and still and still developing hopefully because the awareness is there now. A lot of you know former players now they started obviously to. To going through their diplomas and going through their recycling uh, time without trashing to understand, you know, the needs. Because no matter no matter what career you make, and this is from my experience point of view, no matter what career, no matter game or cups, you know, played for national team, you know, coaching or or, or sporting director or directing is totally different to that experience. Your experience will add value, of course, but but you need mm-hmm. to understand and learn. Especially learn and, and get to that education to to get the best as you as you can mm. for you to to for mm. for the country or for your country or for for football to benefit from you and this is something that started just started I'm not saying it's a it, it started and um, you you still you you can feel it you can feel it mm. interesting so um, when when you when you had the World Cup in in South Africa. Wow, what a spectacle! But I tell you what, 2000, what a spectacle! Isn't it? The Funny only time. thing I'm pleased that we didn't adopt in the United Kingdom is the Vuvuzela. That didn't last long, did it? Oh, mate! Big you know what? I, t- I tell you what. I mean, like we thrive on crowd noise and crowd singing, and and that's that, that's like that's that's a spectacle of the of the, of the British game, isn't it? And you mm. know, you don't get that everywhere. Uh, you, you watch American football, not soccer, uh, not soccer, not football, and like that. You know, I mean, it's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was you, know, time you, you get an English crowd, and they all start singing as one in harmony. You know, 25, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 people all singing that same song. There is just mm. not a sound like it in the world. Nothing, nothing yeah. beats it. <laughs> No. That was yeah. That was the only time I ever turned off my back speakers in my living room when that World Cup was on. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Them Vuvuzelas drove me insane every game. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's because it's, um, it's one peach. That's what it is, isn't it? Paul, I, I genuinely, I wouldn't mind one for my collection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, just to leave I'm... it there, not to play it, just to leave it there. Oh, <laughs> Chris, have we got the? Uh, have we got the who? We have got the who. Uh, who are you? Uh, and it's down here. So, Randy, he's gone. Yes, I can hear. Sorry, just keep. Randy, where have you gone? <laughs> he's, he's, doing it, he's doing his dance. He's looking. He's looking for <laughs> souvenirs. He's going to give us. Uh, oh, there he is. Oh, yeah. the, the laptop is out of charge. Yes, okay. We need a charger. 
Yeah. I hope I haven't offended him over the Vuvuzela. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what we're doing now, Ruddy, we're going to play a clip of someone talking that you've played with, um, or was that Blues at the same time as you? Um, and if you know who it is, just tell us the first letter of his surname and we'll let, let our viewers see if they can get it. Okay. Uh, so you... I give the first letter of his of his if you, if you know of, of, his, of his surname. Yeah, if you know who it is. So Chris is going to play a clip now of him speaking. So turn your headphones on. Okay, you ready? Oh wow! Here we go. Wow, here we go. This, is, this is going to be a big challenge. Right? <laughs> here we oh. go. My mother and uh, dad they uh, they both liked good music and they uh, so I listened quite a lot when I was younger and when I was nine until ten uh, I had some guitar lessons, but. Actually, oh wow. wow! Guitar lessons. <laughs> the, the next sentence would have given it away, so we didn't we didn't play anymore. Well, one, yeah, more time. one more time. One more time. Here we go. My mother and uh, dad they uh, they both liked good music, and they uh, so I listened quite a lot when I was younger. And when I was nine until ten, uh, I had some guitar lessons, but Ooh. I, I put my ear to the speaker, and I, I can't get that at all. Yeah. I've got no yeah. chance. Me, Jason, me, you got any idea? Is he Frank and Drew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no way, no way, Frank. No, 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 no. no, Frank uh, is yeah. a French one. I think, yeah. I think, I think, and no one. Go on, it's not Frank or Drew, no, it's not Frank or Drew. Do, do I need wow. to say the first letter of his it's surname? the first letter or... of his surname, yeah. So, family name, yeah? Yeah, 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 family just, name. Just, yeah, just the... Just L. The... Is that L? L? Yeah. No, no. Oh, who did you think it was? Hang on, I'll give, I'll give you a few, There's a few guesses nah. coming up uh, on. He's uh, definitely is not an English, so. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, so Ray says uh, for sale. John says Seb Larson. Uh, Nigel says Nafty. Jess says Nafty. No Michael Wood says Bentner. No. Stephen Gill says Nafty. Again, I says Quadru. And Michael says Seb Larson. Who did Jason reckon it was? Uh, Frank Quadru. Uh, Jason says... Nah. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Hmm. No. Nah. No, no one's got it. No one's got it. Anymore? You know who it is, Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you yeah, know who it is, right? Did Roddy play, play with him much? I don't think much, no, because he didn't play for us that much. Hmm. Um, okay. So if, if I did, like, you know, if we did somebody that played over loads of games, then it'd be too easy, too wouldn't easy, it, you know? Too easy. A uh, few more, few more guesses coming in. It's Ricky also having a spliff. Oh, that was a college moment in radio, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Larson, Richard Kingston. Some great guesses. Miles. Who won the? Uh, who, won, who won the? Uh, who won the Nafti Mwamba debate? Did anybody count the votes? Oh no. Uh, uh, no. I'll have a look. I'll have a look in a bit. I'll have a look back. Okay. I think it's pretty close. I can see why you were st uh, stuck with that, Ruddy, to be fair. Our fans are as well. Yeah. It's a very split opinion. Yeah, no one's, no one's, no one's, no one's close. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked now because, you know, the, the voice, <laughs> it, it's a bit close to Sebalasan, but it's not. Yeah, I'll have another listen. And, another listen. I, there we go. and I'm, I'm trying, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to. That they, uh, they both like good music and they, uh, so I listened quite a lot when I was younger, and when I was nine until ten, uh, I had some guitar lessons. But mm. ah, okay, I think I think I recognise. Is he yeah. a midfielder or something? Um, mm. 
you know, uh, black hair, long. Yeah. 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 Uh, let me remember. <laughs> I think he came. He came 2007, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know it is now. Um. Still, none of our views. Fr- French guy, yeah, French. Alexander Fleb. Uh, oh, someone's got it. Someone's got it. Jim French. Shepherd, well done. Well done to Jim Shepherd. Oh yeah, yeah. You got it. Well done. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Well, do you know what? I, I wouldn't have even read that out to be honest with you. It's not being funny, but like, wow. Yeah, it wasn't there long. It wasn't yeah. French though. It wasn't French. No, okay. He's not or he's in French. Okay, so, so all right. Okay, now now that now that somebody's got it and and Raddy can't see that, no. give him the first letter of that surname and then see if he can get it. D. So it's, so it's D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have the name. Wait a second. Um... <laughs> second letter, E. Do you remember when we played uh, them up the road at home and Mikel Forsal equalised with the header? This guy put the cross in for Mikel Forsal's header in the derby when we mm. equalised to make it 1-1. No, he's not going to. How do you remember that? <laughs> it's not. It's not Dalian. Daniel something. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his. for Batman villain. Yeah, yeah. That's his first yeah. name. Isn't <laughs> it? It's it's a riddle, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. He didn't stay a lot. He was a shy guy. He was really. That that's yeah. He didn't stay for long. That was off the scale yeah. and difficult levels, though. Yeah. It really was. Brett said, yeah, well, that's, what makes it, that's what makes it fun, Nick, isn't it? I could put yeah, Steve yeah. Bruce on and we'd all be over in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> Paul, not being funny, but could you do it just for me? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's I'll he do Trevor done? Francis next week just for you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. I'll probably get it wrong and get Ian Dante. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you have got that, yeah. uh, Jason? No. No. <laughs> that was a hard one, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's um, he's a Dutch. Yeah, Dutch. Yeah, Dutch. He's Dutch. That's yeah. it. He was quite a silky player, wasn't he? He was decent. He had a decent first touch, but mm-hmm. just didn't play much. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have yeah, to him, did it? He... Midfielder. He's... Yeah, he's a good, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't match. Yeah, he didn't have a, a lot of time. And I don't think... Uh, that's why he probably was upset. Much upset. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's Norwich tomorrow night then, guys. Uh, Paul, your prediction, please. I'll go 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Chris Brown. 4-0. 2. Blues. All right. <laughs> just clarifying. I said it last week and we won, so I'm just going to keep it Jason. going. 2-1 Blues. Mark. I'm going to go 1-0 uh, Blues. Ruddy. I think, I think you know, I'm going to go 1-0. So, do I, have to, do I have to say another score? No, 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 because because Mark mentioned one nil, or we keep it. <laughs> no, 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 no fine. Yeah, my my reason, my reason is is the Blues tomorrow they should play for a clean sheet, uh, mm-hmm. and then hopefully they will have opportunity to score a goal in one of the set plays or something like that. So, I so, uh, hope I'm wrong, <laughs> but I can't see us getting a result there. It's uh, half time, mm-hmm. uh, Brighton nil, Crystal Palace one currently. Um, I can't see us getting a win. Um, Linda's gone for 6-0 to Blues. We're on a roll. 
Brenda's gone two one Blues. Ray Bragger one nil Blues. Paul Sodow two one Blues. I'm going to have to go one two. I'm going to get slaughtered for this. I'm going to get slaughtered for this because I never predict the Blues to lose, but I just can't see us getting a win now tomorrow. <laughs> I can't help it, but there you go. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. Question came in earlier from Craig as well for you, Ruddy. Craig Courtney he just asked. Ask Ruddy what his thoughts on Valerie are and what he will bring to Birmingham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah obviously, I coached Sian, you know, for three years with Southampton and I see him, I see him uh, or I saw him grow up, you know, to be where he is now. And he, uh, he had a really good uh, first season with the first team, scored a couple of goals. Scored in Old Trafford, great goal. Um, but obviously, last season, he had a couple <laughs> of injuries and that's held him. So, so with the with the arrival of the new players in Southampton, he couldn't find you know uh, the the continuity on playing playing football, um, ch- championship, and and I think Birmingham needs someone like him. Uh, he can g- give choice to the manager to play whether <laughs> as a right back or he can play as a wing back, um, and uh, originally he's he's a wing back, so he has all the contribution you know, and the technical skills to go forward and. And create some crossing opportunity. Um, Jan is is a young, so he needs a little bit of patience, and he needs you know to and need support from from the leaders and from the older players you know who's who's in the squad. So he'll bring you know some good um, quality on the ball going forward for for the teams uh, and create a lot of injuries in the final third. And from my understanding, you know Birmingham now need to score goals. They need to score more goals, and then he mm-hmm. can help with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, some very interesting ones. Probably Mike Hill one nil. Pete Taylor's gone for three one to the Blues. That would be an absolute blessing. We are into the last fifteen minutes, lovelies, and I'm going to do it tonight. Anything to do with football and cartoons, cartoons and football. Cart- we won a game, so let's have a bit of fun right at the end. Anything to do with cartoons and football? Off you go. <laughs> and Jason. Yeah. Oh, Jason, what's your favourite goal you've ever seen at St Andrews? Uh, that you can remember when you saw that? Yep. Because apparently you like a drink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Nick. Well, it's got to be <laughs> Craig Gardner's West Ham semi final. Oh, yeah. What a night. What a Quality. night. What a night. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? All, all, all of them goals, all of them goals were special, weren't they? On that night, mm. they were proper special. Oh. And you know what? There's no way I thought I was just going to go home dead miserable again. Oh, and have them up the road all yeah. ripping us and, and mumping and another. Mm. And not only did we beat them in the quarterfinals, not only did we beat West Ham, West Ham, mate, West Ham. But we <laughs> broke Tom ten Ross. years ago and we held it high. Yeah, and Tom Russell no as well. It's life. amazing to think. It's amazing to think that it's ten years ago this coming Saturday, mm. and uh, we've got yeah. maybe something special lined up, haven't we, Chris? Maybe, 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 maybe. 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 Can't, maybe. can't say, can't too, say much. too much. Said too much already. That's all I'm uh, going to Rad- say. Raddy, where yes. did you watch the Carling Cup final yourself? Did you remember watching it? Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> it's it's been it's been a, it's been a long time. Um, Maybe I, I was playing a game. I can't remember really much. Mm-hmm. 2011, yeah. when we beat Arsenal. Oberfemi Martins scored the winner. Nicholas Bender uh, was playing against us as well. He came on as a sub, I think. He didn't start mm-hmm. the game, did he? Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think I watched it. Well, what, when was that? 
2011. Ten years ago, this coming Saturday. No, I mean, I mean the month, the month in the oh, season. February. February. Mm. Yeah, probably I was playing or something like that. 2011. <laughs> You probably have to live with Ricky Otto. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've got some coming in. Here we go. We've got Tom and Jerry Gill. Tom and Jerry Gill, I like that one. John Flintstones, uh, Mickey McCarthy, uh, Miko Sylvester. That's good. That's good. That's good. Aidan Flintstones, uh, Jardian Hyde. um, Return of the the Jardies is what we've been facing this one on all week, haven't we? Wiley Coyote, Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Did anybody get that one? Yeah. yeah Adam Wilkes. Yeah. No, I'm lost on that one. Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What about Pepe what about, Pig, um, Pig What about Scooby Doo, Gary? Oh, <laughs> that's decent. That is Mark. That's a good one for yeah. you. Normally, r- normally rubbish from you. That, that's a surprise. <laughs> 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 you lot are nutters out there, honestly. You're absolutely yeah. mad as that. Huh? Hot chocolate, hot chocolate. <laughs> Jack and Ori Grizzlies. Jack and Ori, oh, no, Chris, that's a £10 fine if you mention that name. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what, about the, what about the Danny Simpsons? Oh. <laughs> oh. The Simpsons, that's, that's, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Clayton Donald Duck. <laughs> Safe, what about Safe, Safe G Sung Park? Yeah, go for that. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Teenage Mutant Martin Skirtle. <laughs> <laughs> that wins it. That's the winner. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I've set the bar, that has. Teenage oh, Mutant God. Martin Skirtles. I love that. Where did Pete Taylor get them from? Well done, mate. Cracker. Yeah, right. If you're wondering what's going on here, it's a word association like for cartoons, oh, footballers' names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either love it or hate it, Ruddy. To be perfect, yeah, it's Marmite, Maradona Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know this is going to burst one of my blood vessels one of these weeks? <laughs> no, I don't think anyone. I don't think any, anything's going to beat Teenage Mutant Martin Skirtle. No, that's good. One. That's good. One. <laughs> hang on, hang on. There's, there's a few minutes left. Yeah, Paul, you know what this lot are like out there. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, golly, golly, golly. Making me laugh. Radio are the best players you're coaching at the moment, then? Who's the best players you're coaching now? Yeah, who can we have? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> who can we uh, have? Uh, is that a, a circle Bruges at Belgium? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, um, there is there is some good talents here. Um, obviously, as I said, you know um, um, Monaco. There's a there's a obviously Monaco's owning owning the Circle Bruges, and there is a big and a huge you know um, a program uh, between both both teams. And um, we have six players who came along for Monaco. So we have um, sorry, we have we have, we have some <laughs> players. Um, with with a great talent that just needs you know time and uh, patience. Uh, we have Anthony Musaba. He's originally uh, from Holland. He's uh, he's probably one of the quickest players in the league. Uh, uh, he he scored a couple of goals for the team, but also he his his contribution to the team is a huge. Uh, is he like the cold 20... and the wind and the rain? But <laughs> yeah. He's only. 
he's only 20 years old. Um, he can be a really a, a superstar in the future. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Ake Agbo, who's who's on loan from Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. So so he can be. Uh, he, he scored 11 goals already. Um, as a striker. Um, he's, he's a good talent, and mm-hmm. uh, the the list the list can go can go uh, bigger, but. Um, th- there is some good talent who definitely can can be a future. Where is your um, where is your club you know, at the, in, um, in the Premier League? Where are the club? Where are the clubs standing at the moment in the uh, Belgium league? Yeah, so so the club is is basically now where uh, I think fourth down the bottom. Oh, um, okay. They have really they have a really good start to the season. Um, <coughs> they were fourth. They were fourth on the top. Mm. Um, Actually, Paul Clement was was the manager, and then uh, they had like a eleven games in a row with, with no no winning. So they had really bad to, bad uh, bad the run. Are you twin um, with Birmingham City? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So so um, the club the club decided to to change the manager, and uh, they they had a couple of good wins in the cup games, and, uh, and then uh, last Saturday we had. Uh, the first win away against uh, against a team who's in a who's in the same area. Uh, so yeah, it's a good, which is a good step going forward. Is there is there a big rivalry with Club Bruges? What's the rivalry like between the two? It's a huge, huge it's rivalry. Big. Yeah, mostly they're both they're both sharing the main stadium. Oh, of course, a, yeah, yeah. It's a, a nice it's a nice stadium of uh, around 40,000. 40, 40, and uh, um, they're both sharing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a both club in the same city, and uh, and it's a huge, a huge rivalry between them. Incredible, right? I'm going to read a few more of these out before we go. It's a couple of minutes to nine. Here we go. Andy Pandiani. We've got uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't start me. <laughs> Marmalade Duke, Wayne Looney Tunes. <laughs> David Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> Nick, I can see the best one. It's going to crack you up. Lee Come Down Races. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Brazilian Fred Flintstones. Nigel Foghorn Gleghorn. Mutley Camp. Wacky Bucky Races. That's for Ricky oh, Otto. <laughs> oh, David Dundance Kid. We've got the Danger, Danger Ward Pros. Uh, Captain, who's that caveman? <laughs> Captain, 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 Super Mario Tweetersby.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuftenen.tsyuft
But hopefully we can turn this season around and hopefully we can stay up. Try to keep the faith and hopefully we can believe in this team to get us where we need to be. Spot on. Yeah. And we can all get back again. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, there's, there's, there's so many more coming in. I can't look, read any more. Don't look. Don't look. Come on, we've got to go. We've got to go. Come on. David right, Smurphy. Uh, Shut up. You want to say, Paul? <laughs> David Smurphy. Oh, right. oh, 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 what a play on words that was. So, this has been it. It's been the Tilt and Talk Show, sponsored by Boer Sports, Garrison Coffee Company, our good friends, SAS Autos. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Blues Trust and somebody else I've missed, of course, our good friends at Borsy Labour Club. Thanks ever so much for being with us tonight. Jason, thank you for being with us. Mark, thank well, you thank so you much. That's all right. Pleasure as always. And Mr. Hipkiss, thank you. Pleasure as always. Good night, all. Mrs. Brown. Thank you. <laughs> and from myself, good night. God bless. Keep right on. But the last few words of the show tonight belong to Rari Jahari. <laughs> yeah thanks nick thank you everyone for this invite uh, it's really um sympathetic you know um you know uh, a chat with you uh, it, it reminds me of um, of the one of the best obviously period i spent i spent in, in the midlands and uh, specifically in birmingham and, uh, obviously my son is born in birmingham he always when i see him i remember the blues so what's your son's name will stay forever <laughs> what's your son's uh, name Matt, MJ, 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 MJ is a blue nose. (laughs) (laughs) And um, hopefully the memories stay for life. And um, yes, they do. do. And and ours do as well. And ours do. Yeah, my my family, they enjoyed in in they enjoyed the Midland, they enjoyed Birmingham, and they they had obviously the 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 great great. uh, period there, so we always look look forward to go back. Um, Excellent. As soon as the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, well, when arrives. you come back, hit us up, mate. We'll meet you down at the Blues, and we'll have uh, an F's or two. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So okay, um, few well, comments coming in the usual standard, boys. As always, keep right on, ladies and gents. Next week we've got Marlon King, Marlon King on the show. Great show tonight, all. Keep right on, Ruddy. Uh, there are loads of those brilliant show keep right on very good show tonight keep right on blah 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 it goes on and on and on Ruddy Juddy thank you oh tell it out <laughs> <laughs> I think I should have done that no <laughs> ever so much for being with us Chris Brown Paul Hipkins Mark Jason and from myself good night it's been a blast take care <laughs> keep right on let's get another three points tomorrow Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.